Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Really excited to have you here with us this week. Okay, guys, I am back. Thank you so much for being so worried and concerned about me. No, I'm just kidding. I was sick all last week, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. and Maddie and mom took over the show and did it without me. And I just sat in the living room and had to listen. They did an excellent job on their episode and they talked a lot about how classics ultimately point us to the gospel, how it Mm -hmm. mirrors the gospel. And if you are a book lover, if you're somebody who wish you enjoyed books a lot more or you read a lot more, go listen to that episode because either way, you will be inspired to go connect with books that are actually worth your time Mm -hmm. and will actually point you to the gospel and show you eternal truths within their pages. And I think so many of us desire that in our earthly experience. We're always looking for something that mirrors heaven. And if you look at at things. If you have the eyes to see, especially when reading books, Mm -hmm. you can see that. You can see eternal truths within authors' hearts and the stories that they write and how Jesus has just put this common story within all of our hearts because we've been created by him for relationship. Mm -hmm. And so it's just really cool to be able to read books, to watch shows, to listen to music, all those different things. If we choose wisely, we will see those things mirrored in them and we will be pointed to heaven and Mm -hmm. ultimately to Christ. So go listen to that episode if you haven't already. You will not regret it. Maddie, any updates, announcements, any of that before we get into this episode? Okay, well, I did want to let y'all know that we just hit 9.7 thousand downloads. So crazy. Yes. And as we always say, we're very excited. I mentioned a couple weeks ago that we have a big secret project Mm -hmm. in the works currently and only a very small amount of people know what that project is. So we will be revealing to you the different things that we've been working on once we hit 10,000 downloads. So this project is our way of celebrating and our way of letting you guys celebrate with us because Mm -hmm. you guys, this is a big achievement for y'all. I hope you, you know, are just so proud of beaming with pride. (laughs) But yeah, we're really excited and we have been hard at work on this new project Mm -hmm. and we're just really ecstatic for you guys to be able to see what that is. And uh, I will stop talking so I don't give too much away. But I also wanted to divert our attention to the blog a little bit and talk a little bit about our free Christian resources page. We haven't talked about this in a little while, but we've had it out for a few months now and lots of you have downloaded it and are liking it and we just love hearing that you guys are using it and Mm -hmm. that it's helping you out a little bit. If you didn't know, we have a free Christian resource page full of good movies, books, podcasts, all kinds of different things on this sheet. It's especially great for new Christians when you don't really know where to start Mm -hmm. in your walk with the Lord and finding extra resources aside from simply scripture and, you know, those kinds of things, which are obviously the cornerstone of Christianity. And all of us need to be devoting so much time to things like scripture, but there are some other things that maybe you would want to check out that are great for new Christians. 
even if you're not a new Christian, this is a great resource for you to use in discipleship relationships, Mm -hmm. in your family. I know that sometimes it's really hard to find good devotionals to maybe read as family together that are actually interesting and actually good. And it's hard to find good movies and that kind of thing these days. So we created this list for you to make it super easy for you to find that kind of thing. So you can go to the blog and then you can go to our resources tab right at the top and you can go and download that page. You can print it. You can look at it on your phone, your computer, whatever you prefer. And we're just really happy that so many of you have already looked at it. But for those of you who haven't, you should definitely go and check it out. And also our Spotify playlist. We actually got a really sweet message from someone the other day who... (laughs) Uh, has just recently started following us and who we've been just talking to and getting to know a little bit. And she commented on our Spotify playlist. We had promoted it on Instagram and she was like, you know, this playlist is actually amazing for the shower. It is, guys. It is. so true. It is. And it's a great playlist. We've spent a lot of time curating it to be really good and to just give you a playlist that you can listen to without distraction Mm -hmm. to just kind of get your heart right before the Lord and to just spend some time in his presence, even in the shower. So it's a great playlist. You can also go to the resource tab on our blog and find it there, or you can look at the description of this episode and just click the link. Okay, let's get into this episode. I'm really excited for this one because I am too. We talk about this topic a lot in our household, especially us girls. It's something that we just continually go back to again and again. And it kind of came from a documentary that we played mm-hmm. and watched. We've watched it several times. Yeah. But we used it as part of our femininity retreat that we did in August, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. My goodness, it was it's been a while already. with our Bible study girls. We did like a whole Saturday and we planned everything. We had little sessions. There were just a few of us, but it was amazing. Mm-hmm. We had such great conversation and we watched the whole documentary kind of split it up into different parts. And it's the even exile documentary, which Canon Press actually released. What was it about a year ago now? Probably maybe? close yeah. to a year. Like I said, we've watched it several times. And one of the things that she brings up in the documentary, it's all about she goes through the history of feminism. She goes through mm-hmm. these different people's lives and their agendas and the different things that we've just seen in our culture and how we have gotten to this place that we are at in society today. I mean, most women are not happy in their marriages, if we're being just completely honest. I'm just Mm -hmm. stating facts here. Not everyone, um, but many women are not happy in their marriages. They're not happy mothering. If they are mothers, we look down upon motherhood and womanhood and homemaking and all of these different things that one point were natural for women. And now it's like everybody is outside the home. Everybody goes outside the home. The husband is working outside the home. The wife is working outside of the home. All of the children are being put into public school and they're learning there. And then we all come back for maybe like five seconds in the afternoon and then we're off to sports practice. We're off to activities. We're off to running people here and there and and nobody's really at home anymore. Mm -hmm. And this is obviously not a surprising topic to y'all. We care a lot about this and we have made very conscious decisions. Our parents have made very intentional choices to make sure that we don't live that way. Yeah. And it's not a pride thing. It's not any of that because I know that some people look at it like that. It's actually looking at the outside world and going, we were never intended to work this way. Mm -hmm. We were never intended to operate as a family unit in the way that most families are today. I'm not saying that it's totally wrong, okay? Don't like 
click out of this episode because you think <laughs> that like, I'm, I'm about out, to say I'm out. <laughs> that women can't work or mm-hmm. that, you know, they can't do anything outside the home. That is not our belief at all. We just want to challenge the idea that we have a really big problem with competition as far as men and women go and their roles go in our world today. And we we always feel like we have to be better than the other. We always have to be ahead of the other. We always have to be doing more important things than the other one. We have to be, I mean, now in today's culture, it's like a status thing. It's like a pride thing if, you know, the wife makes more money than the husband does. Mm-hmm. And most women are like, you know, rubbing it in their husband's faces and all these different things. And it's just, it, it's honestly sickening to see this yeah. this kind of mentality that we've taken on in our world today. So Becca talks a lot about that in her documentary. And we want to talk about just that specific thing that she got us thinking about in today's episode and maybe what we can do, especially as women. But I feel like Everybody can benefit from this conversation mm-hmm. because men are doing it too and children are watching it. They're watching yeah. their parents do this and they will imitate that, have no doubt, in their future marriages. And so we need to change something here, but we need to know, uh, we kind of need to get back to the root of why do we do this? Why do we have a competition issue between one another? And what can we do to become more confident in each of our own roles? Because men have their own role and women have their own role, mm-hmm. but they complement each other as we will talk about more in this episode. I think that's the main part that we miss. We think that men and women are just so separate and they both have to pursue their own ideal life. And for some reason, we believe that that can't happen together, pursuing Mm. the same kind of goal and living the same kind of ideal life that you're building together. And that is what's really detrimental to our families, to our homes, to our society in general, because now we're raising kids that don't have good relationships with their parents. And we're raising kids who have no idea how they're going to take care of their own kids when they grow up and have a family. It's going to be daycare and public school and then sports practices where the school can take care of you some more in the evenings. (laughs) And then it's going to be um, screens the rest of the time. And it's just this entirely hands-off approach because I have to pursue my own thing. Yep, I have to go after my own thing. And that doesn't involve you. That doesn't involve my husband. That doesn't involve my kids. And so it's just it's really tearing our society apart and it's creating so many dysfunctional adults Mm. ultimately that have no idea what it looks like to be in a genuinely good and beautiful family. I mean, we look at the rates of divorce and just the amount of dysfunction that we have in families today and no one seems to wonder why that is. Mm -hmm. It's just no one's happy anymore. So go get divorced. Super easy now. You don't have to do that much. You split because up the, the world, finances. The world and... tells us that will make us happy. Exactly. That will fix the problem because then you can pursue your life even Learn more. Learn to love yourself more. Yeah. And that is about the last thing that we should be trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but specifically, I was discussing with Lily before we started recording this episode. I hate the idea that this submission idea in the way that we've gotten it wrong in our society because I know I probably just said submission and all of us women all were, the like, women were like click out <laughs> absolutely not we don't like submission and that is totally the wrong attitude to have and I'm calling all of us out because I can even occasionally find myself 
feeling like this. And obviously, I'm not even married or anything yet. But I'm also supposed to be practicing submission in this time in my life before I actually get married. I should be learning, first of all, to submit to the Lord and the things that he's telling me to do. Mm -hmm. And then I should be submitting to a figure like my father, who is a godly man and who is leading our family right now. And then that's the way that I prepare myself for ultimately submitting to my husband. But I think that so many people get this wrong and I'm really sick and tired of it because it's absolutely ruining marriage for people, especially women, Mm -hmm. because we feel like submission is a bad thing. And I'm going to get into the details a little bit more. But first, I wanted to start off with Ephesians 5, which is an extremely well-known passage, especially when talking about submission and everything. But I wanted to read just verses 22 through 24. And this just talks about um, wives submitting to their husbands. And I just want to get into this a little bit because I think a lot of people misinterpret this verse. And this is something that Rebecca actually got me thinking about a lot in the documentary that we watched. So Ephesians 5, and I'm going to be reading verse 22 through 24. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and is himself its savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. I think the reason we don't like it is because we have been fed an entirely wrong theology Mm -hmm. around this verse. And I've actually sat through several different services where pastors are getting up and they do this whole preface thing, you know, oh, Mm -hmm. women aren't going to hear about this. And they make fun of us and everything and just automatically put everybody in a bad attitude. And then they get up and they read this verse. And one specific service that I was sitting through, I was just kind of like, what are you talking about? Because he read this verse. And I read the ESV version to make it a little bit more black and white for all of us. I'm not sure what version he was reading, but it was pretty similar to this. But in his sermon said that women, you are meant to submit to men, period. And that is a complete wrong way to look at this because, I mean, if we read this verse, it says, wives, submit to your own husbands. Mm -hmm. And the way that he was conveying this thought was, women, you are secondary to men. And you are just meant to obey us in whatever we tell you to do. And I just, I mean, you could just sense in the room, like everyone got tense. It was honestly, I mean, just looking around at all of these women, like he's already kind of put everybody in this attitude of like women are automatically supposed to hate the idea of submission. Mm -hmm. And then he goes and tells us that we're supposed to submit to every single man on the earth, like no matter how horrible he may be. He's a man, so we're supposed to submit. And I think that this is why everyone hates the idea of submission so much because it's not what God's design for submission actually is. And I think it's really beautiful the way that the Lord set up womanhood and femininity. He protects us in that from all of these other men who can be tyrants and who can be completely immoral and abusive and can kind of take their power and use it to control people. And I think that that is why we have such a difficult time handling the idea of submission because we've been fed this idea that we're just supposed to submit to everyone, but then all these different problems come up and we're like, Oh, so I was just supposed to, I mean, for instance, like, was I just supposed to submit to Hitler then? Like, just get in the train car because he told me to because I'm a woman and he's a man and, you know, that kind of thing? Like, absolutely not. And that's the safeguard that the Lord gives women. And I think that that's a really beautiful concept and one that we've completely overlooked, especially in passages like this. We just get all up in arms and are like, ooh, I don't want to submit to anyone because that means that I'll have to submit to everyone. 
Well, and I think that this is why Paul is getting us women especially to understand is that there are still good men out there. Mm -hmm. There are still good men who are worth submitting to. And I think that that's why submission has gotten such a bad rap because you have pastors like this one who are saying, oh, just submit to everybody because Mm -hmm. that's what we do. And I'm sure that he would be one that would say, well, also, and maybe not, I could be wrong, but I'm sure he would be one that would say, just obey the government. Absolutely. 110 percent. No matter what they say, just do it because they have authority. But again, just like we've talked about so many times before, when someone is disobeying the Lord and they are wrongly using the authority, the worldly authority that they have been given, we have to understand as Christians, we answer to a higher authority. So if you have done something that, or you're you're encouraging me to do something that is not biblical and you're using your so-called authority to get me to do that, whether it be within government or within the church as mm-hmm. a man, woman, whatever, you have to understand that you don't have to obey that. I don't have to obey that. Yeah. I don't have to obey all men because the Lord has given us, just like Maddie said, that safeguard that says there are good men and they are worth submitting to, but within the right context. So within marriage, mm-hmm. your own husband, whom you have said, we are going to be on mission together forever. Mm-hmm. You've committed your life to them. Submission is necessary in that context. Yeah. Submission is not necessary to all men. In fact, that's not possible. We can't submit to all men fully. That's just a very, what do I want to say? It's a very Marxist um, kind of mentality when you get down to it. And I know I'm comparing this whole submission thing to the government a lot, but I think it's one of the best analogies Mm -hmm. we can use here because this is what we've seen go on in our world and in our society over the last three years and in the past as well in certain areas. So I think that, you know, with with masks, with vaccines, you can use all of these things and say, you know, many Christians still believe to this day after experiencing the last three years and living through these things that unlimited submission to the government is correct, is something that we should still obey um, because they have authority. And, you know, everybody wants to use Romans 13. Everybody wants to do that. But you have to understand we answer to a higher authority. Our earthly authority, our earthly rulers come under God. They come under his authority. Mm-hmm. They're not on the same level. Yeah. And we get it really wrong in the church if we think that they do. And I think that that's kind of the idea that many people have about submission mm-hmm. within marriage um, today is that, okay, I have to obey all men. I have to submit to them. There's just something about it <laughs> because it's wrong. That we don't like because it's like, well, then anybody can abuse me. Mm -hmm. Anyone can hurt me. Anyone can say something to me and I have to do it. And it's like, I have no power. I have no say. I have no opinion. That's never how God intended it to be. In fact, like when you go back to the midwives, the Israelite midwives in Egypt, while they were under the oppressive, tyrannical government that they were experiencing there in Egypt, the slavery they were experiencing, that, by the way, God saved them out of. Um, What did the midwives do? They obeyed God because he had the higher authority and they Mm -hmm. saved these Israelite babies that were being born that the Egyptians said, you have to to execute because they're becoming too numerous and too strong and they're going to overpower us one day if you don't. And so they lied to the government. Guess what, guys? (laughs) They lied to the government. Exactly what the Lord wanted them to do. Why? Because they were obeying the higher authority. Mm -hmm. They were doing what was right and not what was wrong. 
a lot of us women have this bad rap about submission because we think it's supposed to be to all men and they can tell me whatever and they can tell me to do something sinful, evil, they can hurt me, they can abuse me, whatever. And I just have to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Where do you see that in scripture? Exactly. Tell me, like, tell me where it is in scripture because, because it even also, Paul here is saying your own husband. Mm -hmm. So let's read this in the context of marriage and how it is beautiful and how it is Christ in the church. And Christ gives us free will to obey him, to love him. That's how it's supposed to be. And that's the only way mm -hmm. that true submission works and ultimately glorifies God. Well, I think also that, I mean, this idea that you're supposed to submit to everyone, it does take away that element of free will. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like, okay, Christianity is apparently one of the only religions that's built on free will, on making your own decision as to whether you're going to have a relationship with the Lord. Right. And yet, when I finally do decide to have a relationship with the Lord, he strips that free will from me. And now I'm just supposed to, I don't even have autonomy over my own decisions right. over my own body and right. you know so that makes no sense exactly this idea is completely ludicrous because yeah. that's absolutely not what paul's saying here and not what the lord would want us to do because christianity is built on free will and it's built on conscious decisions mm -hmm. and i mean and that doesn't even necessarily mean that like if you're submitted to your husband that he just gets to order you around all the time right it's supposed to be this team effort thing exactly but he effort. is the leader exactly right. and so you submit to his leadership qualities as long as he is loving the lord which other passages lay out uh like in first peter and different areas like that it lays out that wives submit to your husbands as they are submitted to the lord mm -hmm. so i think i just don't understand how we misinterpret these things so much it's just us wanting to make everything so complicated yeah and here's the simple truth you submit to your husband you don't submit to all men mm -hmm. black and white and you do that when he is submitted to the lord and when the lord is ultimately the one holding your marriage together and he's in the center of it and he's the one who is directing your husband in what decisions to make mm -hmm. and your husband is directing you according to the lord's will and what you should be doing also and so I think this is the issue with marriage because, first of all, so many men are not submitting to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so then women are just kind of like, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to yeah. do now. So I guess I'll just lead. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll just do this. I'll just forget about submission, take hold of that free will I've got and run with it. <laughs> right. And I'll get a job. I'll put my kids in daycare. I'll put my kids in school. They don't need me. They'll be fine, whatever. They'll get an education so that they can then climb the corporate ladder and we'll all just be one big happy society that doesn't have any kind of family values in it. Mm -hmm. And... Y'all know what I'm about to say. I actually read about this in 10 Ways, Ways to, to Destroy the Imagination of a Child by Anthony Eslin. And he was, it was actually an incredible chapter, though, talking about, I mean, all of them are incredible chapters, but I actually. Is this one we've talked about before? No, but I actually just found out that he just came out with another book yes, at this conference I that we were at. accidentally showed her, guys. I, I was about it. so excited i was ecstatic it was in the little like you know handout they gave you and i was just like oh my goodness anyway so i'm gonna be adding that to cart soon i'm um, not going to include the clapping hands thing here you should it is worthy of applause man <laughs> sound advice anyhow but he had a chapter in that book where he's talking about like there is no love like a mother's love and you can't replace that with a daycare 
when you do try to replace that with a daycare, you're just putting them in these generic care facilities that teach them to follow everyone, to submit to everyone, Mm. to obey random strangers when they tell you to get off the table and, you know, to get off the table, come eat snack. (laughs) And it's just setting them up for this repetitive cycle of I obey whoever is higher in command over me and that's just my life now. I'm going to do that in daycare, I'm going to do that in school, and then I'm going to do that in my job. But I'm not going to do that in the home because I was never taught how to do that. And I think this is the main reason that society is so messed up because mothers are meant to, just like we're doing now, they're meant to learn how to submit from their mothers and they're supposed to have a good godly example to look up to in their fathers and then when they get married they're supposed to submit to their husbands they've already practiced that they know what to do they know that if he's following the lord i'm following him and we're in this together and we're pursuing the same goal which is ultimately eternity and a happy close-knit and godly family But in our society today, we are taking the women out of the home with their mothers. We're taking the sons out of the home with their mothers who are ultimately going to teach them. They're going to be looking up to them. We look at marriage as this like totalitarian Mm -hmm. society as he can tell me to do whatever and I just have to listen to him. Well, I mean, there's obviously you're supposed to be submitted to your husband. You're supposed to respect him and obey him. Mm -hmm. And so if he tells you to do something, you're supposed to do it. But we miss this entire concept of the husband submitted to God, we're submitted to the husband, and so then ultimately we are submitted to God. We just miss that entire part. But when we take children out of the home, we put them in the daycares with the love that they're not receiving and with the good example that they're not able to follow. We take children out of the home. We put them in daycares. We put them in school. Now the husband and the wife are working separately, not together, and are just, you know, pursuing their own dreams, their own career goals. And then you all come back together and you're in front of screens and you're making microwave dinners and going to bed. And so we're not giving anyone a good example to follow. And that's why none of us have any kind of clue how to submit, how to have a happy family, how to have a happy marriage that doesn't end in divorce once your kids graduate or before. And honestly, the fault kind of lies at the feet of the church in some areas because we have various pastors teaching sermons like this of wives submit to all men, whether they're submitted to God or not, irregardless, it doesn't matter. You're supposed to submit to men and give up your free will. That's not yours anymore. You're a woman, so you're inferior. Can Can I say this on the podcast? Sorry, I'm interrupting you. Let's just use people in ministry, for example. Okay. Maddie's giving me the eyes. What are you about to say? What has happened is we flipped it. Instead of the yeah. husband being in charge, the wife is now in charge, right? And everybody makes jokes about this, like, oh, you know, um, happy wife, happy life. I hate that. Oh my um, all that stuff. Okay. We hear it day in and day out. Mm-hmm. It's just something that's become normal. Well, what has happened is those ideas, those sayings, those whatever, actually that saying reflects a lot of what our culture and our society believes about marriage and submission and those kinds of things. What has happened in today's world is now the moms, and sometimes it seems right, okay? And get me when I say this. Sometimes it seems right because like Maddie said earlier, the husband is not submitted to the Lord Mm -hmm. and he's not leading in the way he should. Many women feel as if like, okay, well, who's going to do that job then? And that's a job that needs done. That's not yeah. non-negotiable mm-hmm. here. And so what happens is wives take the lead and they say, I can do this job because he's not. And until, he gets, to. until he gets his act together, I'll fill in, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, 
really what you're doing is abusing the authority that God has given him. Mm-hmm. And you are usurping that and using it for your own gain and your own power. And what ultimately tends to happen, not with everybody, but what tends to happen here is that the mom becomes somewhat of a tyrant in the home because yeah. it's like she's lording her power and her authority over her husband who's over here like doesn't care, doesn't Scary seem to puppy. care. <laughs> And that's what tends to happen. And unfortunately, what has happened in the church is that most wives operate this way. Mm -hmm. Even people in ministry, even pastors Mm -hmm. who are in ministry, their wives are operating like this. So what does everybody, all the wives who come into church every Sunday, who are just living normal lives over here, right? They are thinking, hey, I need to imitate my pastor's wife or this ministry leader and his wife because they know what they're doing, right? They're following Jesus. They seem to be happy. They seem to have this great marriage. And what a lot of times is happening is the wife has even taken his authority Mm -hmm. and she's not fully submitting to him and he's not fully submitting to the Lord. They don't get it either. And so what happens then is we have a bunch of people who are not seeing anything different in the church, even in this area, especially within marriage and submission. And they're just imitating what they're doing, which is really what the world is doing. That's a sad reality and something that we have got to get through our heads. This is not how it was supposed to be. And this is a huge reason, like Maddie said earlier, why we're not happy. We don't have functional families. We don't have spiritual fathers. We don't have spiritual husbands. Mm -hmm. We don't have guys who are truly submitting to the Lord. And at the same time, there are a few who do. I don't want to leave that out because there are a few who still get this, still practice godly masculinity And there are a few wives who are submitting to that and they're doing an excellent job and they're caring for their homes and they're working hard and they're raising their children to be God-loving people who will truly live out the gospel mission that God has told us to. And that's something that we we have to get. We're 35 minutes in. Maybe we want to make this a part one and part two. What do you think? Well, I think that definitely the leadership aspect of husbands needs to be addressed because this is a problem that's not being addressed in the church. It's just this vicious cycle of we have everybody out of the home so they don't have an example to follow. Then when we go to church, it's like, oh, the women's ministry is going to talk bad about their husbands all the time. And they're going to say like, oh, yeah, it's great. You go, girl. You take the lead. You you <laughs> hold on to those that. reins and you run. <laughs> and then we have men over here who are literally, they are the scared little puppy afraid of their wife and afraid of what she is actually saying in the ministry, in the women's ministry. And we have just this repetitive cycle of the church then ignores this problem because mm-hmm. our pastors and our leadership sometimes doesn't even know what this is supposed to look like. And so this is something that the church just needs to go back to the beginning on. Yeah. Let's go back to the basics again. Exactly. We need to let go of this stupid theology that women are supposed to submit to everyone and yet men are never supposed to lead, mm. which just lead, which just lands us all in so much confusion. Yeah. And then we're all just pulling against each other. I mean, like our parents have really ingrained in our minds the idea in scripture where Jesus is talking about marriage and he says that it is like you're plowing a field together and the oxen that are strapped to this plow have to be pulling at the same speed with the same strength and Mm -hmm. they have to be going in the same direction. If they're pulling against each other, you're not going to get anything done. And yet here we are in the 21st century, we're all pulling against each other and we're not getting anything done. So yeah, I think, I think a part two is coming. Part two. Feel it? Okay. And here's what we're going to get to in part two. 
what we're doing is we're competing Mm -hmm. as we're plowing together in marriage. And this is what, this is the example that we're seeing. Maddie and I are not married guys, but this is the example that we're watching. Mm -hmm. And so let's talk about that in the next episode. I think that that would be a really cool thing to look at. How do we actually pull together Mm -hmm. in marriage? What does scripture say about that? And what are we currently doing? How have we gotten that messed up, which we've touched on a little bit in this episode? Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. Maddie, you want to pray us out? Mm -hmm. Lord, I just thank you for this day and I thank you for the opportunity that you've given Lily and I to just sit down and discuss some of the things we've been thinking about and to just be able to have this conversation for other people to listen to. And I pray that you would just help all of us as women to not despise this idea of submission, but that we would first off submit to you and then submit to the godly men in our lives. And I pray that you would just help us to be humble in that role and to look at it as honestly a privilege that we get to submit, that we don't have to lead that we can be homemakers and we can be mothers and good wives and I pray that you would just really help to change our mindsets and help us to beat back that pride that we sometimes have when we want to lead and we want to be at the head of things. I pray that you would just uh, help us to remember that we are called to submit but in a very godly way and in a very specific way that you've laid out for us in scripture. In Jesus name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Join us for part two next Monday. We will get into some more of that. Let's talk about how to return to true biblical submission Mm -hmm. and marriage and how to have happy, thriving families in today's world. Be sure to download this episode and we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye, guys. (laughs) 